Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I am Jason. This is the Spirit Wisdom Show, and I have on the line Angel of Angel on the Eighth Day. What's going on? Hello, how's it going? <laughs> I like that. It sounded really professional and talk show. <laughs> so, any of you who are listening who are looking for a couple of talk show hosts, we are available. So. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, so this is a show where we talk about spirit, spirits, ancestors, intuition, psychic abilities, what have you, under this broad category we call spirit wisdom. As we say each week, we are not claiming we have all the answers. We are not the wise ones, but what we are trying to do is to get you in touch with the spirit within you, that, uh, that higher consciousness, that cosmic consciousness, whatever you want to call it, within yourself, that's you know leading you down that path to wisdom so that is us and we are like uh you know a couple of people pointing pointing the way and telling you a little bit about what we've learned and things that have worked for us things that haven't worked for us are quirks and mannerisms and dirty laundry and whatever else right who knows maybe not so much, <laughs> maybe not so much dirty laundry but little things here and there that we've made mistakes on or what have you so maybe you won't make the same mistakes we make right exploring and, Right. That's it. Exploring. So, okay. I wanted to talk a little bit about this fantastic idea you came up with. So I'm just going to hand it off to you. Uh, the new format idea. Oh, okay. I was like, which idea I have amazing. You ideas have so many ideas, but this is, yeah, <laughs> we just talked about, remember that one? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so I was thinking um, to, uh, with my uh, Instagram page, I tend to have a theme. Um, and even though sometimes I um, am a bit rebellious and um, don't really or claim not to really like a lot of structure, uh, <laughs> structure seems to work. So yeah. sometimes structuring things just kind of, um, well, at least with like a theme, right? It gives it a yeah. bit of a um, an outline or something to work off of. So we don't have to be like scattering about, which I don't think we have. It's pretty, I like the vibe that, um, of the conversations we have, but with that said, so each month we would be kind of working around a, um, like a Zodiac or astrological theme and how that relates, uh, to your spirit self, um, certain conversations that, um, have, you know, uh, the, like a thematic, um similarity or what would like you call a that? like a relevance right there you go relevance yeah relevance towards a particular set. so in essence what i if just if i, I paraphrase this real quickly sure, yeah talking about this and i like the way you put it um so each month we would do we would take a one of the signs and then we would talk about the qualities and the characteristics and some of the uh, some of the ideas associated with that sign. So, as an example, so today we're going to start with uh, today we're going to start with Leo, which you are a proud Leo. Yes, uh, <laughs> very to, much. Right, and we're going to speak on the idea of pride and leadership and ego and knowing the difference between higher self and ego motivations, those kind of things. So that's under that theme of Leo. Uh, then at the end of August, we're going to head into Virgo, uh, and into September we're going to do Virgo. And so, so each month we, you know, we'll follow the. We'll follow the basic month theme of that particular astrological sign, right? Yes. Right. And um, I'm very much a, a stream conscious 
or a stream consciousness person. So I was like thinking about like, oh, what are we going to do? And then I'm like thinking about September and how it's Virgo. And then I'm like, Virgo, virgin, new, new person, new we, blah, blah, blah. Oh, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, just kind yeah, of uh, exactly. maybe like a one no, I don't want to say 101 or intro or, um, but just maybe perhaps I exploring how I think, which I think we've touched on, you know, um, how we entered into this. Yeah. um, What was like the first kind of like sense of awakening or acknowledgement, um, how people, and again, you know, um, if you have any questions or anything that um, suggestions or anything, I'd be open to that. I think that you're open to that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, They can reach you through your at, at angel on the eighth day uh, Instagram. Yes. Usually. Right. Yeah. Yes. Or uh, if you go through the Anchor uh, Anchor app or you go to the anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye, little site that we have set up, you can see all the past episodes and stuff there. Uh, you could also uh, click on that and leave a, there's a way to leave a phone message through there. So you can actually leave a, leave a message for us there as well. And of course, at Cosmic Eye Tarot, uh, I have uh, uh, that Instagram. And you can hit me up there. So all those places you could reach us. Yeah. And since you have tarot cards available to you, <laughs> we could probably even do, um, you know, like uh, weekly readings or I think you already yeah. do that, but like maybe have that. Um, I mean, I know that you already do that, but maybe have um, that in terms of with this as well. And then maybe we could do uh interpretations of yeah. what we see that's a great idea and so uh yeah what angel's referring to is i do my uh my weekly tarot readings uh, on monday and those are actually i actually just put those up uh, a little while ago so those are up on instagram and on tiktok as i said at cosmic eye tarot uh, but yeah we could do something that's kind of more freeform and 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 but today is wednesday though jason uh it is indeed <laughs> It is indeed Wednesday. We're recording this, however, on Monday, but you are listening to it. On, thank you, Angel, for, for reminding me what day we're actually on. That's a good point. So if it were Monday, you could actually tune in to Instagram and listen to my latest, uh, my latest uh, tarot reading. However, we'll also do them on this Wednesday that it is today. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be a little more free form and they'll include both of us. That'd be a lot of fun. I think that's, yeah, fun. I think so too. And then um, I, as I mentioned last at the end of last uh, episode, mm-hmm. it would be cool to maybe do like, um, we still have to figure out how to do the, the live or maybe have somebody uh, who's willing to get, um, you know, like a tarot reading. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Post that like mm-hmm. on yeah, TikTok yeah. or some sort of Instagram live of sort. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we'll figure out the uh, logistics for that and then let uh, listeners know about that because I think that's a really fun idea. Uh, all right. So let us jump in, shall we? Yes. The water is the water is fine. The water is warm. Let's <laughs> jump in. Um, why did I just why did I just do that? Um, and then I dropped off. Like, <laughs> as if I, Pride. As if I had a as if I had a deep spirit message available, but then it just all <laughs> and then it all went blank. Angel, what happened there? Can you can you do a quick reading for me and tell me what just happened there? I think you were just maybe resetting. You know, yes, that's um. exactly, that's exactly what I was doing. I was resetting to be serious now to talk <laughs> to talk about 
pride and Leo's and all of that business. Yes. So here we go. All right. So as we said, uh, pride, ego, leadership, you know, fiery, passionate qualities, these kinds of things. This is what we're looking at in Leo's. Uh, anything else you want to add because you're more familiar with Leo's as you are one? Uh, yes. What are, what are some of the sort of traits that, that you see in a lot of your fellow Leo's that uh, really sticks out to you? So funny enough, I know several Leo's and everybody seems to be very different. <laughs> um, there are certain qualities I think that um, people would apply to me, like the mane, you know, I have the hair. Um, you definitely I, have the mane. You have a beautiful mane. <laughs> I have a, um, like a sense of confidence, I guess I'm told. Um, when I walk into a place or, or the way that I carry myself, sometimes I don't see that. Um, but I guess that goes with, I guess, just being confident, right? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't see how people just de- like people describe me a certain way. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Um, but I, you know, I guess, yeah, like I said, uh, that just goes with, uh, that kind of, uh, territory as they say. Yeah. But that like secure sense of confidence where you're like, yeah, this is just who I am. You know, it's uh, unapologetic. I think, uh, I would, I would characterize you as an independent thinker an independent person as well. Someone who thinks for yourself, you don't, someone who gets swept up in the in the kind of crowd and, and what they're doing, you, you do your own thing. Oh, for sure. I'm notorious for asking people for their opinion and then like not <laughs> listening to it at all. Yeah, there you go. That's, that, that sounds like most of the Leos that I know. There you go. I think you do fit that to a T. So yeah, I'll be like, hey, what do you think about this? And then they'll say something and I'm like, that's nah, okay. I already made up yeah, my mind. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks anyway. Really, I just wanted to hear your dumb opinion. So, you know, hey, keep it to yourself. Not dumb, just kind of, no, I, you know, I, bouncing I ideas. But yes. I kid. <laughs> Come on now. Um, okay. So one of the things then that uh, that Leos are known for is that leadership quality that that you, you know, that you kind of exude. And there's a, there's a, there's a difference. I think sometimes when people are developing that, especially if they're born with those kind of, you know, feelings and sort of intuitions and that kind of drive to sort of, uh, you know, kind of go to the front of the pack in, in essence, right? Sort right. of that mentality that sometimes it can be viewed as maybe a little too forceful or, or domineering, yes. overbearing, right? Those are some of the maybe more negative qualities. Uh, that that could come out if one did not was not aware of those qualities in themselves, right? Yes, correct. So, how would you say? Like, you know, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but how do you kind of discern the difference between, you know, good, uh, good quality sort of leadership skills, you know, in situations versus? Uh, the ego getting kind of out of control and wanting to like dominate and kind of run things without uh, the consent of other people. Do you know what I mean? How do you sort that out within? So this, uh, that's a topic that I've been working on, I think, um, for the majority of my life, um, especially as a um, either psychic or clairvoyant or someone who has a, a certain sense of things. Um, you want to the best for everyone, but sometimes the best for everyone is not what they want to do. 
So um, you have to sometimes just step back or step aside and allow people to um, live their lives, even though you might, quote unquote, know better. Mm, um, yeah. So I'll see things, you know, um, or like, I'll just use myself, for example. So um, when I've entered relationships, um, I see how it's going to end. <laughs> Like, even when we're just doing like a, like preliminary dating, you know, yeah. just kind of getting, getting to know getting each other. Getting to know you stage, yeah. Yep. Uh, and so when we're like getting to know each other and then I something is said or something just gets downloaded and then boom, I see exactly the way that it's going to end. Um, but I'll still do it. Interesting. Um, yeah. I'll still go through with it because I think that if... Um, if I don't allow myself to experience, oh, that's really selfish now, isn't it? Huh. Okay. Well, realization. <laughs> I'll get, I'll get to that in a second. Listen, it's a working through process. Yes. So let's so, um, air so, it out. Uh, <laughs> okay. Self-awareness. Self-awareness um, <laughs> Self 101. Yeah. So, um, so I still, I still go through with it even though I know that uh, my feelings might by, be affected uh, at the end or hurt or whatnot, because I don't want to, um, I don't want to not live, you know, yeah. I, don't, uh, I want to just um, not experience things. I'm not a fan of the, what's, what do people say? Like, um, you have to like struggle in order to understand happiness or mm -hmm. uh, there has to be dark in order for there to be light. However, people, you know, I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't, um, I don't think that you have to suffer in order to recognize what happiness is. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you can, you know, still find joy and positivity and uh, progress uh, without having to fall. Can you learn from those situations? Yes. Can you become stronger? Yes. Right. But do you have to? Sometimes I feel like the message is like you have to, mm. like you have to suffer. You have. So it almost like sets you up for like, I have to go through pain. I have to go through this in order for me to get to the other side. Mm. And I don't know if that's always true or that it should always be true. So that's yeah, a little think, side thing. No, that's an interesting thing. I, 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 you know, it's it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing because I think uh, it can be a real double-edged sword because I mean sometimes there's a certain amount of challenges that we have to go through right to to get to that knowledge or to get to like say for example like you know you're trying to get a degree or something there's always going to be those things you don't like you know those classes that you just you know can barely get through and stuff like sure. that right? and that's sort of part of that process but I think what you're talking about more is like the idea where some people just think. Oh, you know, life is has to have this inevitable amount of suffering in order for you to learn anything at all. And Correct. It doesn't always have to be like that. I completely agree with you. Yeah. And the other the other side of it too is sometimes, you know, we make our suffering much worse by not, um, you know, kind of being aware and not sort of being grateful for situations, even though they're somewhat challenging or somewhat painful, because I think sometimes you can, it, like, it's as if when you're, when you're sick, you know, when you focus on, on the discomfort, it, it makes it so much worse. 
Do you know right. what I mean? Instead yes, yes. Of just going like, oh, this is something I'm going to get through. And I'm, you know, I get a chance to kind of get some rest and I'll watch a little bit of TV and I'll, you know, I'll make the best of it. You know, right. you're sitting there fighting it and go, oh, I can't get to work. And, you know, all this stuff's going on and, uh, you know, and you kind of like stress yourself out and make it worse. I think that's kind of like that same idea of, of suffering in a way, like you get this exaggerated sense of suffering about, about life sometimes that isn't necessary. I, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. One. And you place a, uh, or you put a place marker there or a bookmark or whatever, however you want to call it, uh-huh. you, you have a reminder of, and you internalize it, you know, your whether it's somatic or emotional, you have a marker there of like, of that feeling, right? And kind of like sinking into that. And then, so that tells your body like, oh yes, you know, we must remember pain. We have to uh, remember these things. We don't really uh, do that too much with like, um, with positive things. I mean, we do celebrate, but like um, when you're feeling like really good about yourself, um, it almost is like, oh, it's outside of you or outside of your control oh, or there's these external yeah. factors like, oh, I was lucky or whatever. It's like, no, you did that. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. You know, we're more apt to to take on the, the feelings of suffering, the feelings of pain, the feelings of, like that. We'll own that. But then we won't we won't own our positive feelings, will we? Right. So, that's yeah. The, so then it just doubles point. down or uh, strengthens the fact that like, yes, this is where we belong. So then it just makes it, I don't know, it makes it a little difficult, but. Um, no, for sure. So, yeah, so I, I still go through it. I, I'll go through with it. I'll go through the experiences. Um, I learn, you know, I learn yeah. through um, other people. And why not have an experience of someone for uh, that moment who we had like, you know, a good thing going or uh, we made each other feel good about um, one another. Sure. Um, shared experiences in life things of that sort so what my realization came with was that sometimes in the past and i'm hoping i've become better at this in the past i have not allowed for other people to do that on their own (laughs) so like if i know um like uh you know like let's say friends or siblings or whatnot if i know something then i'll like say "Mm, you probably shouldn't do that you know and then not and then not let them go through it and go through right learning process yeah Yeah. however i don't like the term um and i've had discussions with this so um i don't like the when people say uh just allow me to make my own mistakes yeah you hear that with parents like parents and children or or older sibling younger sibling like you hear that uh um, well, just let me make my own mistakes, you know, I can understand like that kind of goes back to the thing like making mistakes is not the thing that anybody would want anyone to do, you know, nobody yeah. wants to see anyone suffer. Well, I would hope not. Um, so that when when it's phrased like that, then I think my response is like, ah, but like, do you see what you're doing there? You're internalizing errors and mistakes if someone were to say let me live my own life mm-hmm. cool get it yeah you know? um or uh, allow me to grow on my own um i get that too because i think that it's um for someone to let's say uh if i were to kind of choose everybody's decisions for them 
it's selfish for on for both of us i mean it yeah it's unfair i think to both of us it's selfish and then it's unfair because then i end up having to be the person who carries everyone around mm-hmm. and then they never learn how to walk you know uh, yeah. so um it it just becomes like a burden um, it's, it's a hard it's a hard thing though isn't it discerning like which with you know it's like a fine line you know because obviously you know as a counselor as a healer as you know as an intuitive or as a psychic you know you're going to want to kind of steer people in a direction and in a sense you know we had this discussion before you know talking about different types of therapy and stuff in in classes that we were taking where you know oftentimes these schools of therapy are very hands-off and then at the same time you know we're kind of like you know we're thinking well people are coming to to you know people like us for example and different folks to to get help and you know it's like if you don't sort of intervene and you don't have some some good information and you don't have some some paths new pathways for them to take in a sense it's kind of what the hell are they coming to you for right right Mm -hmm. so so it does but it becomes a fine line between knowing maybe how much information to give them and 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 you know and trying to intervene properly and 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 not taking on too too much of the burden at, at, like for you right yes so with it, with my practice i think that um i'm really good with boundaries and allowing people to come to their own conclusions um i'm pretty known for asking what's another way that you could say that you know because mm-hmm. um one ethically, I can't cross those um, those lines of, you know, my clairvoyant self and my therapist self because I can only work can I can only work off of what um, what you tell me. I can't work off off of like maybe like what I know or yeah, yeah. Um, what might be called like yeah my knowing or sure. knowingness or whatnot. Um, so I can't work off of that. Um, so I, even though I know, <laughs> I can't just, and then also I think that it, there's something about uh, the growth process where you come up with the solutions on your own. There's, um, I don't know, there's like this image of like something happening in your brain, you know, maybe you create like another crease or something by just having that added step of you thinking about it a different way. And then now you did the work. So it's like ingrained or, you know, um, it's like part work, of your like makeup. Like out almost, right? Yes. You, know, you can't work out for someone else. They have to do it themselves, right? So right. you develop that, that sort of muscle memory, quote unquote. Exactly. Of those and memories. then you'll be able to do it on your own afterwards. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. So, and so for, you know, for you as, as, as a Leo, for example, and as someone who likes to lead and someone who likes to help and someone who wants to get involved, you know, you have to have that discernment about how, you know, when to do that, when not to, right? So uh, that kind of leads me into this kind of second idea that I wanted to talk about. Um, And I think this can be a good guide oftentimes is the, the sort of difference between um, intuitive feelings you know sort of knowings and psychic understandings and awareness and just you know whatever gut feelings things that come up so on that are non-rational let's call them you know not not logical but something you just kind of know or intuit um 
And, you know, whether or not those come from ego or they come from that higher part of ourselves or that, you know, that cosmic consciousness or that, you know, out, outside, out, you know, out there. I mean, there is no out there really, you know, we're all connected to the unity consciousness, but, you know, seemingly it came from outside of myself through some other source. And it's this higher, this higher source of wisdom, let's call it. Right. Right. The difference between ego and that, how, um, how do you sort of wrestle with, with those kinds of things? Like, so if you're dealing with someone and you're trying to kind of figure out like, okay, is this coming from my own need to be a leader and my own need to kind of like jump in here and save people, or is this coming from a higher source? Like, how do you kind of like muddle through that? Cause it's not an easy process, is it? Or is Definitely it? not towards the beginning. I think, um, well, no, no at all. I think, okay. I, I think at the different stages in your life, you, you will probably, uh, uh have this challenge. Uh, maybe not all the time and maybe not as um, intense, but uh, I feel like you're, you're probably always going to be checking yourself. Um, I'm very playful. So um, I don't know if you've noticed, <laughs> but I've seen, uh, <laughs> I've, I've seen that about you. So I like this, uh, this idea of viewing myself in a different way. Um, I like this idea of, you know, a certain image of myself of, you know, like walking on stage with like a, you know, like a Beyonce fan flowing through my hair and like wearing something like, uh, like flowy robe like or something like that. Right. And then um, speaking to like an audience and saying like, hello, um, I was going to throw in my people, but yeah, sure. <laughs> something like that. Okay. I, I like having fun with that. Yeah. But um, because wait, as a, as almost like as a, as a creative visualization for yourself. So you're, so you're picturing yourself in some other place or you, you're saying you want to actually kind of have that sort of, sort of, um, you know, actual thing going on. Yeah. I could totally see myself oh, doing right? like a Ted talk and having that kind of, uh, performance aspect of it okay um because in a sense you know there's when you when you receive information um it kind of takes you out of yourself or mm -hmm. uh you go into this zone yeah um, and i think everybody's experience is different but uh or the way that they would describe it is different but essentially it's the same thing and um when people say like i'm a vessel you know or yeah. I'm a conduit of this energy. It's that's pretty much like a performance, you know, um, Absolutely. actors, entertainers, they, they will describe, you know, method and stepping into this role or uh, stepping into something when you step into your light, what, you know, there's not a whole lot of difference there when, and we've seen this. And the, the reason that I like this um, analogy is because we've seen this with actors, amazing ones, right? like super talented, uh, you know, rock you or move you to the core actors mm -hmm. um, that just are able to channel this, this gift so beautifully. And then there's, I think, times when it gets carried away a bit. Um, and they, I think, maybe perhaps are no longer listening to... Um, to maybe perhaps their true self or um, the right guiding mm. um, voice. Yeah. 
and then we don't see them anymore. Well, I think they they oftentimes go off the rails. I mean, right. develop <laughs> drug and alcohol problems, or just, exactly. you know, develop mental illness and so forth, because it's definitely a fine line, uh, especially when you really push yourself with that method stuff in acting. I mean, they just they really do take on the persona and the lifestyle of that 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 character that they're trying to create. But, you know, you're talking more about the, the positive side of it. And what I was thinking when you were talking about that, it was almost like in ritual or, you know, you think of like, a, you know, a ritual in Catholic church, for example, like how the pageantry and the symbolism right. and the, you know, the music and the incense and the, and the, you know, the, the, the ritual uh, clothing and the whole, like the whole process of that. And then I think about like, you know, in Afro-Caribbean religion, the beautiful dances yes. and the drumming and the, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The clothing. The, the clothing. Um, the color, and many native cultures, right? you know, there's feathers and paint and yeah. Um, it yeah, gets, it's it, a performance. It is. And it gets you it in a way it's like honoring that it's honoring spirit and it's taking on this sort of uh, different part of yourself and creating a whole experience for yourself that that puts you in touch with that higher spirit in a way and i think sometimes we forget like you know how powerful scent and music and color and costuming and you know all of and tastes and all of it and how how it all works together so powerfully to put us in touch with like it, it gets us out of our normal day-to-day -day experience and yeah. can put us in touch with that higher self can it well your whole body um is you know full of senses and to be placed into something i think that yeah um it helps if you have all of these like sensory um aids or like you know uh elements that just kind of help you get into that zone um, yeah, so I, for sure the other thing i thought of too is almost like um this idea of like you know just even just something like in you know back in the day when when people would you know put on business wear to go to to work it's almost like you're putting on a uniform to kind of you know put on this armor to go into battle to you know to get into yes. the you know what i mean yeah. there's a level of kind of protection offered by that too so you know i think that if you can kind of take that idea and take that spirit of playfulness that you talked about mm -hmm. and because i think sometimes people take spirituality too seriously and they get all kind of spun out on trying to be like holier than somebody else or you know more enlightened than someone else and it's like if you'll notice the true masters and you if you've ever had the the good graces to be in the presence of a real guru or teacher or master like they, they don't need to say anything at all they just hit you with their energy yeah like you know what i mean they just vibe mm -hmm. you and it's like bam they open something up inside of you that like wasn't aware of this part of yourself or this higher you know wisdom that you had or whatever right and it's there's no words needed right you know? so they embody yeah. that they embody that exactly um for uh and i'll touch on that uh in terms of society and why we why my my thinking of why we are the way that we are in that sense yeah <laughs> or why we respond this way or kind of demand some of that um but yes and i with that playfulness though it it will allow me to then just you know on um on my regular time or my downtime when i'm not you know this and i'm just 
um, a friend or a son or a brother, um, a cousin, I'm just able to just chill, you know, yeah. and be myself and, you know, binge watch shows just like everybody else. Um, and there's no, there's no kind of like expectation or anything. Does that mean that I don't have those abilities anymore? No, of course not. Cause you know, that's who I am, but I don't feel like I have to perform and, um, or that's like, it's being a therapist and being clairvoyant are very like, um, similar in the terms of like, um, how they are polarizing. So people, when you tell, sometimes I used to tell people that I was, um, I used to tell people all, like funny things all the time. I would tell them that I was a, uh, stuffed armadillo importer exporter. <laughs> That's a great job. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I knew like the, the, uh, migrating patterns of like armadillos because of the, I, I asked me anything about an armadillo and I knew it. Right. <laughs> I love it. Um, and so it was just really interesting because it was, that got like a better response than like, you know, being a therapist or being clairvoyant because <laughs> you, there's typically one of two things. Yeah. One is analyze me slash read me yeah, uh, or do a ring on me. So then you're like expected to perform on command. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the other is like, they run. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's like, I'm avoiding you at all costs, <laughs> um, which says something about, you know, each person, but Anyway, so, um, but it allows me to just kind of, you know, be myself and, um, and uh, that's, that's funny. It reminds me, we were talking a little bit about Seinfeld earlier before we got on to do yeah. this, show, but it reminds me of uh, Jerry Seinfeld talking about that. And he, he did the same thing. He would never tell people before he was famous, he would never tell people he was a comic because the first thing they're going to do is like, make me laugh, tell mm -hmm. me a joke. And it's like the last thing you want to do is be put on the spot with some knucklehead trying to ask you to make right. them laugh because they're not going to laugh. You right. Or I mean? you're judged or you're you judged. Know? So then he would be judged on how yeah. funny he is, or yeah. I'll be judged on how I carry myself. Yeah. Um, so mm, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, now yeah. I'm so like, now I'm pretty open about it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but before you were a stuffed armadillo importer. So yes, now, importer, exporter. <laughs> but that was also when I worked. Oh, in the I'm sorry. You, yeah. You did both the importing and the exporting. Yeah. Not you were not just doing the importing. Oh no, I had it exporting. all down. I was, um, because I'm a dual citizen, I was able to buy property out of the country. <laughs> like oh everything I'm telling you, I could have hours and hours of conversation with someone. Um, sometimes I would make it up and partially, you know, it was like partial truth and partial, just me being creative with my thoughts. Right. Um, and, but I had fun with it. There you um, go. Playfulness. Yes, exactly. The lesson there. Yes. I mean, let's yeah. just, I, it can be, and I think the playfulness also allows me to be a little bit more grounded, mm. um, because, if I, so back to, you know, circling to your question, if I get carried away with myself and live up there all the time, um, like I have these abilities and, um, you know, come over and I'll touch you and heal you or something. Sometimes yeah. I do kind of like play with that as well yeah. um, <laughs> as part of my performance, but, or just my hands want to, like they're saying, I, this person would benefit from touch, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, so um, if I were to live up there all the time, it would be very difficult to come back down. And then that's when 
those things happen that you mentioned, you know, the, I think that you can get carried away with um, uh, kind of like living that lifestyle where it, it kind of like takes you out of yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, substance um, abuse can be part of it. Yeah. Getting uh, caught up in like a certain um, circle of friends, you know, money, money is definitely something that would provide that like big high. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, you then um, will do things to gain that, that you may not have, or you may not otherwise do, you know, or you might involve yourself with, with people that would then ev- either like promise you a certain amount of money or um, offer you a certain kind of a lifestyle or you're uh, running around hobnobbing with whatever, you know, you kind of, yeah. the, it feeds that, that, I think that ego, the ego that I think becomes dangerous. And then I personally don't know if I could be proud of myself. Yeah. Um, being that way, because another, um, another uh, very known or um, spoke about quality about Leo's is also loyalty. Um, and loyalty has to be mutual. I will be loyal to you until I feel that I'm being taken advantage of, um, not being heard or noticed or acknowledged. Um, if I feel like my feelings are being, um, like they're not being considered. Yeah. Otherwise I'm there for you, you know? Um, and that there for you also plays into me wanting the best for you, but sometimes you just have to step back and, you know, allow people to grow on their own. So when you find yourself just not having a sense of, of, um, again, just being grounded or, or, you know, being a little on the down to earth. I do a lot of things that, that, um, that remind me (laughs) that I'm human. Um, I fought being human for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I have like all of these past lives and read, uh, experiences and like hypnotherapy and other things where, uh, I had almost like um coming to earth. What what would that be called? Like, um, it's kind of like a birth story, but like kind of coming down. Mm, um, yeah, like a no. I'm trying to think of the term for that. Ascension like, or whatever like descent, it is, where like a descent into materiality kind of yes. story. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and we'll talk about that. I think uh, yes, star seed and things like that for the um. December issue. <laughs> That's in um, December, our Sagittarius time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've had all of these experiences where, like, I didn't want to come back, and I cried. Uh, one of the one of the first, uh, I guess, she was a my actual uh, high school teacher, but um, she was also a shaman, and one of the first people that really introduced me to a lot of uh, different sides of spirituality. She was the one that told me how you know showed me how to like. Um, uh, let go of or work through the absorption process that would like you know when I would pick up on people's energies and hold on to it because mm-hmm. I didn't know okay. um you know what I was mentioning last week with the incident with um my crush and then kind of just yeah. picking up on some of that energy yeah exactly so she showed me some things to do she also told me that um she was the first person I think who told me that I didn't want to um, I didn't want to come into this earth. And then she said, you cried for a really long time. And then I'm like, I'm sorry. And she's like, Oh, 
let me rephrase that you teared and i as soon as she said that i was like holy smokes nobody knows that um so for up until we came to the united states uh, my eye would and now i forget which one my eye would tear like it would just constantly tear my um my um my pillow would just i would wake up and my pillow would be wet because my eye would just um essentially i guess just leak yeah Um, yeah and my mom took me to all the you know medical specialists they couldn't figure out what the issue was um we went to all of the cathedrals all of the holy water places um many curanderos um for and that's like a like a spiritual doctor um herbalist and natural healer yeah energy healer exactly so uh everybody and then when we came to when we came to the united states we went to just a you know um kind of any sort of like specialist just like a regular hospital and you know they looked at me and they're like oh tear duct and they like (laughs) did something and that's it so my mom was like what the heck and i'm like i think it was just it's um affirmation or confirmation that uh that it was meant for us to come, you know, it was yeah. meant for us to move. Cause she was debating, not uh, moving. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, so. It's interesting too, that that had a, a spirit, I, a, what feels like a spiritual sort of pre-life kind of cause. Yeah. And, then, and then it was fixed by a sort of material effect. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is a lesson too in grounding. It's like, so, you know, between life or before life or, you know, reincarnation and then coming into the life all, you know, you've got to, you've got to own the particular body you're in, own the experiences that you have. And you can't really come trailing all these, these, these things from that other life. And you know what I mean? Yes. Interesting. That's an interesting thing. Yeah. All right. Let us get back to the idea of, of ego. Yes. Um, So. I think that uh, it's easy for people to uh, to be fed this kind of ego. Uh, so I'll circle back around to what you were talking about yeah. with um, um, certain healers and like. Um, so there's a, a, the person that I uh, learned EMDR from, like just such a lovely human being. There's no kind of like pretense. Uh, there's no um, he's actually out there um, in Arizona. Um, I'll have to ask to see if I can um, reference. These things are so yeah. uh, natural, these conversations that I'm like, ah, sure. oh, I have all these things, but I can't yeah. like pre-ask everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, which is always good. It's always yes. good to get. Um, so uh, it, just viewing him and his wife, you would just, you know, they're just... Uh, regular person like let me be, let me be you for a moment what is emdr for those of us who don't know oh i'm sorry okay so emdr is a type of uh trauma focused therapy that uh stands for and i always mess this up um it's like eye movement uh descent uh i have a trouble with this word desensitization (laughs) yeah okay and reprocessing okay yeah so you're using it's lights right using lights and i don't do that uh i do the tapping one okay um 
So you can, you can use lights and uh, so it's basically like bilateral processing in your brain. Okay. Um, you can either follow a light left and right. Um, there's tapping. So it's like you have like uh, these little, uh, you can tap someone um, or buzzers, buzzers. Uh, I like, I, I like either the buzzers or the tapping. Um, Is it tapping on a, like, like a, like a energy points or something? You, it- yes. On the top of someone's hand. Okay. Um, some people I think might tap, um, individual, I think I've, I saw, or, you know, we learned that some people tap, um, on someone's knees. Okay. Um, but that seems to be a bit intimate and you don't know what kind of trauma you're working with. So um, hand is safer. Yes. I've actually done, um, cause he's also, um, um, well-versed in Reiki. And that's the part that I was going to describe as well. Okay. Yeah, please. So he, he's kind of just this, uh, you know, everyday person. Right. And then just the words that would come out of the mouth, like his mouth, um, with like the knowledge and then also the power in his hands, he was able, um, to convey, like to, I guess, convey or, um, pass along energy through, um, a video screen. Oh, wow. So he would do like Reiki healing through, let's say zoom. Um, and so it was just, yeah, it, you know, it, um, it goes well, they to talk show about, like, you know, what's interesting though. They talk about how, you know, energy is, is really non-local. I mean, it's at all points in the universe. So right. you have this idea that, you know, what you do here, you know, can reverberate, you know, a million miles away, for example, right. you know what like I mean? A cell phone. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> wow, yeah, exactly. More, even even more powerful than that cell phone. That's that's the amazing yeah. thing about us. You know, the technology we invent that we invent pales in comparison to the stuff we can actually do with our own mind body. Yes. But anyway, I'm for sorry. yourselves and for like two and for yourself and then two and for other people as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he and I think um, you know, I would notice sometimes um in the class that maybe like there would be um a little bit like of an eye roll or uh, at the beginning of of the classes from some people because because of the presentation wasn't this um what you would imagine someone who does reiki would be right yeah they're this like adorable um uh, what did they say middle-aged couple i'm very bad with ages and guessing how old people are um but they've, you know, I think that they've done work for a really long time and they just kind of like do their thing, right? They don't really care. Yeah. Um, but then there's this other uh, example that I was going to make. One, uh, one of my um, former supervisors was talking about this training that she had with... Um, She's my boss now too. Um, this training that uh, she had at a, a certain center, and the creator of the method, like not just you know, like a teacher or um, somebody who is passing down information, like the creator. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. person who created like this model and this method that you're here to learn, right? Yeah, was dismissed. And was asked to not be part of the training because um, 
it wasn't to people's expectations. So wow. this woman who um, pretty much created this whole method, developed this whole school, um, this whole, you know, way of learning and mm -hmm. is now passed along, you know, through, I don't know how many people, um, her presentation was, I'm going to wake up in the morning of the day that you come in, because I, uh, I believe that they had to move things to like their, uh, their ranch home or farm home or something like that. Um, and so the students, the day that the students would come in, um, she had made homemade, I believe, breakfast and um, coffee. And then she was um, humble, human, I guess she, I mean, she's still alive. So she's mm -hmm. humble, human, humble enough to then serve it to them, you know, like welcoming them into her home sure, sure. in a sense. Well, they did not like that. <laughs> so they had expectations of, yes. of the super guru teacher who's going to come onto the stage with the fanfare. Yeah. And, <laughs> right? Yes, yes. Kind of like how you sweep on the stage. Right. They wanted, they wanted that. They yes, wanted the because they were paying show. for it. They and wanted the like, angel show, but they got they got hot cross buns and uh, <laughs> and a cup of tea and a lady and a, and a lady in a blouse. They didn't yes, exactly, and they weren't expecting that, were they? Yeah, so, or, so or let, wanting it. Think about that. I mean, that's so our own egos, our own expectations can trip us up too, can't they? Yes. So I think that it's easy for someone to get care. I have fun with that image. I have, yeah, you know, fun with this kind of like a. a the performance aspect of I can uh, uh, pick up energy, um, download information. If I'm wearing sweats, oh, I would never wear sweats. Um, <laughs> Listen, yeah. don't say that. Don't don't use don't use that. Don't use that kind of terminology on this show. Sweats? How dare you? <laughs> what people also don't know is that we both have a, a fashion background, so these kind of like jokes, I think, yeah, um, yeah. may also come from that. But um, so, I look like a grizzled old hippie, but I am a fashion snob at heart. So <laughs> that's that's the difference. You actually still dress nicely. So work <laughs> colorful, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah. You dress nicely as well. Oh, well, thank you. Um, so, um, yeah. So, you know, if I'm wearing jeans and like a shirt, I can still do the same yeah uh, work yeah. as if i were to you know be wearing some like robe that makes me look like i'm from like the middle east or something um but the idea I, is i think and and just to kind of kind of circle back around yeah. is that you're not taking yourself so seriously you're not believing the hype you're creating you're having fun with it it's playful it's something that gets you in touch with your higher self mm -hmm. as you feel attached to that kind of clothing and that sort of image and it actually makes you closer to spirit and it makes you uh, it makes you get out of your ego. Yes. So that's the difference. And so people have to kind of know. I liked how you were contrasting kind of the idea of the really humble people who had that really powerful energy and healing energy versus, uh, you know, the expectations of the audience who went to see the woman who, you know, they wanted her to be like some you know, superhero and to them, she wasn't. So then they didn't accept her teachings. And it's like, so right. expectation, both by the, the client and the person, the healer, the counselor, the, the clairvoyant, the psychic or whatever, those are at work. You know, that's almost like they talk about in counseling, that idea of transference. I mean, we're, we're right. projecting 
our expectations onto that person both ways, aren't we? Yes. And that makes it easy for someone to get wrapped up or caught up in that ego. And then boom, you're, you're up there, you know, and now you're living. And the unfortunate part is that, 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 that allows for a lot of like, um, not so talented people to get away with, um, a lot of wrongdoing or, um, ill information, like, you know, just, there's a lot of thin information yes. disguised with robes and turbans and beards right. and yoga bodies and, right. you know, kundalini talks and bindis on the forehead and so forth and Indian names and, you know, ex- you know expensive uh, jewelry and, and accessories that I make feel personally look- attacked now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> listen those 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 stones are energy stones you wear them for a purpose (laughs) yes they actually have been working um in terms of pushing um i've been buying a a lot of tech types lately and they've been doing their work in a sense of like pushing um pushing things along that should have been along (laughs) like yeah i don't know how else to say it uh, clearing things out of my way. Let's just say okay. that. Yeah, very good point. Um, and we'll talk as we go along more about stones because I do want I I, I do want to talk to you and and, and tap some of the expertise uh, in crystals and so on that you have. And I think a, a lot of the listeners are interested in that, so we'll definitely drop. So tech those the tectites that you have. Speaking of, I, those are really neat stones. I looked them up uh, online. I wasn't familiar with them, but they what what's the other name from them? Called them saffrodite. So is tectite right? is the the overall term for I guess the type of stone, okay. and then there's that the moldavite is the one that's been blowing up because of TikTok. Um, and they're meteorites, and, right? Um, what's that? They're meteorites, right? Yes, correct. Okay. And they're rare, and they're uh, they're pretty powerful. So people people say that they feel their energy as soon as they hold them or they're near them. Um, and I won't venture off too far. Um, I don't ha- hardly ever have that um, that sense um, of like the quote unquote vibration that people say. I'm just drawn to them and I just kind of know, you okay. know. So I work a lot from that just I know. Um, so it's really interesting if you've ever like if you were to follow me around um, in a... Um, crystal shop it looks like i'm like picking fruit at like a farmer's market <laughs> um so i'll get my little tray and then i just walk around and i'm like okay you you all right you hello you and then you and then you know yeah however many uh dollars and dollars later yeah, i was gonna um, say it's a little more expensive than a trip to the old yes. uh, the old whole foods though for some organic yeah for some organic grapes <laughs> right <laughs> yes <laughs> or like peeled oranges <laughs> uh, although although whole foods is pretty pricey you know? it is, it is. so yeah <laughs> jeez but yeah so so, that, so the in, so you have a more of an intuitive hit yeah the particular stone yeah i work a lot from the no like i just okay. kind of like no. yeah all right very and good and i appreciate them and they're all over the place um so yes yeah, so i think that people kind of you know like feed into that um that sense of ego, which makes it easy for someone to blow up 
that way or you know get their their ego kind of like inflated and then then it's very difficult to come back down because you have all of this i mean pun intended hot air being blown your way and you're off you know and then you are a producer of that hot air sometimes absolutely and i think it's that idea of like you know the, the old kind of saying is like don't believe the hype so you can't believe your own hype either you, nope. you got to remain. And I think that's what you're saying about remaining grounded, yeah, uh, playful, having a sense of humor, but then also not being afraid to, to be who you are. And, you know, if there's a certain, you know, style that you like, you know, wearing that and so on, but being authentic about it, not doing it because you're trying to gain followers or you're trying to look like a certain type of teacher because that type of teacher is popular now. And I think that's the difference between following ego and following spirit. So what you're doing, you know, it's authentic to you. It's who you naturally are. It's an outflow of your personality. It's an outflow of your spiritual gifts. It's an outflow of your, you know, your your naturalness, right? Yeah. And it's just part of my expression. Yeah. Um, So if uh, people follow that, they're moving in the right direction, right? Yes, I think. And you know, you like, you know, if, if you're, um, if you're doing something that later you're like, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, yeah. maybe I'm taking advantage of people or maybe that just doesn't sit right with me anymore. Yeah. I, um, I don't ever want to take myself too seriously. So that I create, you know, I, I work off of humor or colorful presentations. Um, I'm all, again, you know, it's just part of my expression. So I'm a fan of, um, fashion and of art anything kind of artistic and creative and in all of those um and then all those mediums it uh what's the word um and i use this word more often than i don't know why i'm um oh you're blank androgyny so i'm a huge fan of androgyny like huge and it's part of, you know, my affinity to fashion or art, like everything in high art or high fashion is androgynous. And those things, you know, angels are androgynous. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up with a lot of like uh, Catholic type of figures and a lot of the clothing is, is that, you know, like my saint wears a robe. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's just part of... Um, me honoring that and having fun with it at the same time well i think spiritually that's an interesting an interesting thing and psychologically too it represents that balance of masculine and feminine the lightness and darkness the positive and negative it you know it it represents a an integration Mm -hmm. it represents you know you, you think of this idea i talked about this in my last uh in my last podcast that i did on uh on the lover's card uh, there's, you know, there's this, there's two lovers. So you see the male and female there, and then you've got the angel above them, this sort of androgynous looking angel that represents this sort of synthesis between the masculine and feminine. Right. You know, and you see it in the pyramid, you know, the left bottom part, the right bottom part of the opposites. And then you see the top of the pyramid is the synthesis between those opposites. So those ideas like, you know, the, 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 the integration between the conscious mind and the unconscious mind when one's right. healthy all of those things are kind of like playing out in that, in that idea, aren't they? Yep. So, all right. That's, that's interesting. So to get back to this idea then, so for, for people that are listening, 
they want to follow those things that are natural to them, the things that they're attracted to, the things that are their truth. And I feel like that's connected to spirit. Whereas if you find yourself, I think, and I'm just kind of paraphrasing some of the things you said, if you find sure. yourself seeking after you know, gratification or you want, you know, this hot air that people are speaking you know, a bunch <laughs> of yes people around you and things like that. That's maybe more ego oriented. If you're copying someone's style because you think that's popular, I would say that's ego, wouldn't you? Yeah. And um, not, not like you're borrowing or you're enjoying or you're, you know, it's a kind of a, oh, I, I really like what they did here and I'm going to do it my own way. But if you're, I'm saying like more of like taking someone's ideas and then kind of not ideas but taking someone's style or something that they're doing and then and then you know kind of portraying yourself as that thing even though it's not natural to you is really what I'm talking about yes and I mean again I I feel like TikTok and I should just have like a conversation um, well, I, I was going to say you you really do need to do to, to sit down with TikTok <laughs> and do a counseling session one of these days yes <laughs> um any any kind of like social media but I know TikTok is like it's really really big right uh, it's huge as they say yeah <laughs> um but with any social media personality that you see on there you could kind of tell and again you know um as I mentioned in the first episode really just truly listen to yourself like listen to your body and pay attention to how things feel that is a vibration and if something feels wrong you know it you know we all have gut instinct we all have these like uh sensory um alarms or whatever that goes off like you know right like if you smell spoiled milk you're not going to drink it, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you walk into a situation, you're like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Then it's you're sensing wrong. something. So yeah. listen to that. Just because someone might be like, I mean, you listen to that, you know, uh, watch these people or enter- be entertained by them. If you find them funny, um, if you like their pre- the way that their presentation is because they're like dramatic or kooky or whatever, or like super serious, whatever it may be. But then. Um, be discerning as to how you're going to um, interpret, uh, internalize, take that information and how it's going to affect your life. Because um, it's going to affect your life if you are really like listening to things in one way or another, it could stop you from progressing in your own way. It can lead you in a direction that you may not want to go that might take you a little bit longer to get back on your path. You'll know. Um, I don't know if you just noticed my voice change, but it, it, yeah. the energy changed in that. Yeah, exactly. You're and so, and- yes, yeah. exactly. So when, when, when these messages in particular, uh, and again, I mentioned this in the first, um, the first episode, pay attention to those moments when we have these conversations, it's not something that I do deliberate. It's, I have no choice, but it is just so important. I think to not just take things um, so like loosely. And then because some of these, we forget how much, <clears throat> excuse me, we forget how much spirituality um, actually affects all of our life. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, I read uh, a quote once that said like, there's, there's no revolution 
except for spiritual revolution. And that just really resonated with me. Um, and I don't quote quotes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's so it's so true, though, because on a human level, that is just at the core. And it's 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 really important to to pay attention who you're listening to because you're receiving that information one way or another. It is going to resonate with you or uh, you're going to internalize it in some way, form or other because it's there and um, you're receiving it, right? You're yeah. listening to it. You might uh, kind of subconsciously uh, do some practices surrounding it. Um, you take in this belief like the one that I was talking about before that you have to suffer, you have to go through pain in order for you to get to the other side. And that's just not true. It doesn't have to be true all of the time. Yes, learn from your experiences. Um, and if you fall, get back up and do, you know, do your best to, to not make those mistakes again. But just really be careful with who you're following because they can just lead you and they have made, they have their own agenda. And if they yeah. themselves are listening to some somebody else, you know, if they themselves have uh, somebody that they're listening to, um, that they're learning from, yeah, you don't know that. And now you're on under the guise of somebody else's teachings, and you right. are not aware of it. So just really be careful. I think almost uh, I want to kind of circle back to that idea of, in case they didn't, uh, the listeners today, some of them haven't heard. Uh, the first show we did, you made this great suggestion where you said, you know, turn it into like an intuitional sort of exercise, turn yep. in, you know, listening to our show. But but what I was thinking is like, wow, what a great idea to to go on TikTok, to go on Instagram and and really make an exercise of of listening to what people are saying really intently mm -hmm. and you know, maybe doing it in different ways. In other words, like maybe one time turn off the sound and just watch their face. Mm -hmm. Maybe one time turn up the sound and then don't look at the person speaking. Right. You know what I mean? Really yep. try to get into different sensory experiences and see what, what, what comes up, you know, in, in, in within you, like you said, like, do, you know, does this really give you a positive feeling? Is this someone that you're, you know, that you, you could really believe is the information, solid information and really kind of try to discern like, you know what I'm saying? And yes. turn it into an exercise instead of just listening to it without any sort of uh, uh, agency, personal agency. It's like so often we just take information in like commercials and other people's teachings and all this stuff, weigh it out. How does it feel in your gut? How does it seem to you logically? Does it make sense to you? Does it feel right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And use all your senses. I think yeah, that's in a powerful way. Yeah. And then, um, you know, be picky, yeah. you know, be discerning, uh, be explicit about your likes and not in what you like and you don't like find something that fits you and how you want to live your life or how you see yourself, you know, or start your own thing. Um, but there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with kind of having like a, um, a buffet of spirituality per se you know mm. where you're taking a little bit of this and taking a little bit of that because then you can just kind of create what works for you nobody's nobody uh should judge you anyway on how you go about uh conducting your own spirituality absolutely as long as you're not hurting anybody else yeah um then 
or yourself, <laughs> obviously, yeah. then, um, then, you know, go for it, explore. Um, in addition, let me, let me pop in real yeah. quick. In addition, I would say also, you know, give enough time to that particular Yes. Particular yes, 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 yes. So that you don't, you know what I mean? Yes, for but, sure. Because because I think sometimes, especially when we're younger, like we don't go deep enough. And so we'll miss out on some of the really deep teachings. Yes. And then we'll flit over to something else. Like I was like this when I was young for sure. Mm -hmm. And you know, and, and then you kind of miss out on learning, learning some of the stuff. So do as you're as you're growing, if some, you know, if there's if you've went, you know, you feel like you've went deep enough into it and you, you know, you understand it, but it just doesn't resonate with you. You know, take what, take what works and, and move on. I, I totally agree, but make sure you give it enough time as well. Right. Yes, for sure. That's just my little side caveat, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you'll know if something is not for you. Exactly. Um, I, you know, um, I know Catholicism has certain things that I don't necessarily agree with or the way that it, ha it has been interpreted that there have things that I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. When I was about, I think, 11 or 12, um, I w just decided to go interview um, like leaders of churches. <laughs> and like, I was like, sound like Let me. me what's that? I, I did a similar thing. I don't want to. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I just went to go. I'm like, okay, well, let me just kind of go to like the, like the big ones, right? Mm -hmm. And then so I interviewed them, and as soon as it came to certain topics, like uh, you know how women are perceived, or if they're like equal or not, or um, sexuality mm -hmm. things like that, then I'm like, oh, all right, next. Um, <laughs> and so, <Sorry>. yeah, <laughs> but I learned enough. You know, they 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 were open enough to to have a conversation with this yeah. like short little kid who was just curious about like uh religion and which one might resonate with me or might fit me at that moment and um I just ended up coming back to you know my roots yeah and I mean and that's the thing and you know what's interesting about that too is is you know you come back but with a, a different understanding yeah and and a different perspective and you know you know kind of like this is the interesting thing too i find as 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 one gets older like you you can you find a way to make something work for yourself and you know mm -hmm. you know you kind of know the parts of it that you, that you like and the parts of it that don't really work for you and you just kind of de-emphasize the parts that don't work mm -hmm. and overemphasize the parts that really work yeah and that's kind it's kind of like like a relationship or a job you know there's always going to be stuff in it that you don't agree with there's always going to be stuff that kind of rubs you the wrong way or whatever, right. but you know, you take the good stuff and you like really focus on that. And it's like the things that don't quite work. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, they kind of fade into the distance for you for whatever reason, you know, you know what right. I mean? I think that's part of the maturation process too. Yeah. Well then that touches on the other thing. I don't know. Did you mention it? Or maybe that was just pre-show yeah. talk um, self-leadership. That's oh. Good, you yeah. know, that's pretty much what that is. There's a sense of uh, confidence that you develop as you, you know, as you experience life more. And I'm really not digging this old term that you keep <laughs> using. Um, <laughs> I bet you're but, not, and neither am I, but hey, 
um you keep well you're uh, younger than i am so i will say that so <laughs> i'm sorry you so as you experience life you kind of hone into your ways and what feels good and what you're comfortable with and that is you know self-directed leadership so that that sense of confidence um is also uh oh you know how you become a leader because you kind of uh have it down right there's yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if we can have it down all the way, um, cause then that's just, you feel like you're always learning something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, but yeah, you can find a level of confidence within yourself that allows you to keep moving forward. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know, you keep striving and you're, you're close, you know, you keep, you just keep improving and finding another way or, uh, looking at things a little bit differently this time because the world keeps changing. Um, so you kind of just have to keep up with it. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm reminded too of this idea when you talked about that, I have a, you know, you know, I've, I've been interested in martial arts most of my life. And one yes. of my, uh, one of my Eskrima teachers is a Filipino martial art, uh, GM Nene. I can mention him. <laughs> he, uh, he is a grandmaster of this art and is, is one of the finest martial artists in the world, honestly. And that's not just my my opinion. That's anyone who meets and sees him agrees. But he's he's one of these people who always considers himself a student of of the art. You know, mm-hmm. even though he's a grandmaster with you know forty plus years of experience in this art, it's like he's still learning. He always says, "Oh, I'm still learning. I'm still learning." Yeah. And I'm like, wow. You know, and he's not just trying to have a false humility. He honestly is still learning. His art is constantly developing and he's constantly becoming better. And it's just yeah. incredible to see that. And I think, you know, Bruce Lee was like that. He always talked about that. You have to always have this kind of Zen idea of beginner's mind. There's always more to learn. Yeah. Even though you've got confidence, even though you're a leader, even though you've got skills and you you have confidence in that, it's not like you're so humble that you're like, oh, no, I couldn't possibly do this. You know, you have enough confidence but you're also open to learning, right? Yes. And that, that's a really good kind of like full circle because it's that uh, level of confidence is the difference between that ego and pride or ego and strength. Uh, When you know it all, then I think that you've, (laughs) you've kind of teetered over that line. Well done. Yeah. Know it all. Yeah. And you've also crossed over that line into definite ego when yeah. you it's not and it's not that because uh, i i i've i've noticed myself kind of using some of those terms or those humbling words in um in this podcast it's not that um that i'm downgrading myself myself mm-hmm. or or downplaying my who i am or um but i am curious um if not anything like i'm always curious about like different things and um i have like this <laughs> i have like a, okay so as much as i don't <laughs> that i see i keep saying that i don't like reading i have so many books so <laughs> like i feel like just i don't know if i'm gonna learn through osmosis or what's gonna happen you just but, keep piling those books up they will sink in yeah like i i recently went to like an osteopathic uh doctor and they do like osteopath manipulation um which is uh, it's a really cool technique where they find like um, muscles and nerves and 
um, ligaments and stuff and then just kind of like move them around and there's just so much instinct to it. And then it was just fascinating to me um, how, you know, how I was reminded that everything is just so connected. So I went out and I got an uh, anatomy book, totally got the one that, uh, that my doctor has. I love um, it. Because I'm like, oh, now I want to learn about this, right? So um, I'm always curious. So I'm always going to be um, a student of life and of humans because I'm fascinated by like everything, everything about it. If, you know, you take me out to nature, I'm going to be like fascinated with how like that happens. And, you know, um, when I was, um, and you'll love this word, when I was younger, I'm like, am I a poser? (laughs) (laughs) Because I would just, I love the word poser. (laughs) I would just get so like enthralled in like all of the little mini um, high school cultures. Right. So like I, it wouldn't be uncommon for me to be over here and like hang out with the goth kids and like, you know, do like these little Wiccan seances because like that was the thing or go over with like the pop kids and like, you know, go to like some whatever pop concert. Um, I, uh, I learned how to like dance ska because it was just, I enjoyed the people that I was around and I love dancing and music. Um, I would, it's that that curiosity, isn't it? It's that, you know, just that desire to, to know and to understand and to continually learn about people. Yes. Cultures their psychologies, you know, I, I, I totally relate to that. I totally relate to that. Yeah. Now I'm at a place where I think I'm actually going to start dusting off these books and opening them. Um, I may not, um, I may, I may go back to like those roots of like learning on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned this, I think it was in the last episode where I'm kind of like, um, uh, I've been a little too like, oh, I'm going to do this all on my own, you know, very independent and then kind of like submerge myself into uh, like a being taught kind of, you know, kind of setting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where then I just kind of uh, um, say, OK, here you you uh, drive the vehicle or something. Right. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And now I'm like, mm, no, I'm driving and <laughs> I'm well, going to be learn, listening to like information as I'm driving. Say that again. I was just going to say, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you, you learn more, you know, when you've got to kind of create your own sort of curriculum and when mm-hmm. also, you know, you're thinking about like, okay, I want to start sharing this with other people and, you know, teaching, teaching is an incredible way to learn as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's an interesting thing. I'm sorry I interrupted, but yeah. And I think that that, I think that this, this podcast would lend itself to that um, as I keep, you know, um, developing kind of like my own style and then I believe you and I are going to collaborate in some of that um Absolutely. documentation of of the process and I think that you'll step into more intuition and start developing um more of that side of yourself as well I I'm seeing that <laughs> um I think yeah I think that this podcast will definitely be an opportunity for um maybe like maybe not like a formal classroom, but in a sense of like uh, learning through experiences. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, Hey, this is what we tried. Yeah. Don't do this. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. And, and I think, um, 
you know, and I think that's why, you know, it's a good balance kind of between, you know, I, I, you know, pretty much buried in books and, you know, literature and study and research and so on. And, you know, so now, you know, it'll be interesting to see how, how we can work on that and document some of the stuff that we work on and, and, and be able to share it with people and all that. And then even maybe have something for them to, to look at or a class or something that comes out of all of it. So we'll keep them posted on that. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, unfortunately, we are getting close to the end. Sure. So any final thoughts? Uh, I, I do want to say this. I want to kind of just re reiterate some of this stuff. So trust yourself, ground Always. yourself. Don't take yourself too seriously. Right. Stay playful. These are ways yes. to stay out of ego, right? Yes. Also, follow your natural inclinations and the things you dig and the things you're passionate about and the things that really make you happy and get you in touch with spirit. And that could be scents, sounds, costumes, makeups, different types of hair, you know, whatever you want to do that's yeah. going to make you feel more in touch with who you are creatively, right? Um, humor. Uh, what, what am I missing? What am I missing? Some of the big points. Um, being your own leader. Being your um, own leader. You know, I get I feel like trusting yourself is such a big part of it. It is. Yeah. Um and what's the other when when I say playful, the playfulness, it's not that you're being like overly silly. It's just you're giving yourself an opportunity to see things in in like a wider way. You know, you you don't when you're playful. Just think of, again, I think the, the curiosity, right? So like children, mm -hmm. when they have no judgment, they have no kind of like um, um, bias or anything, unless it's been instilled in them, they will be open to, you know, any possibility. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, allow yourself to just be open to whatever possibility. And I think that that'll, that'll give you a... Uh, a wider peripheral in terms of like your you know your spirituality what you can see if if you're working on you know uh your clairvoyance if you're working on maybe some of your psychic abilities um mediumship anything like that if you just allow yourself to be playful with with um you know what information might be coming to you then um it won't it won't take a toll on your body and your soul one, but then it'll also give you like a wider viewpoint. Good point. Uh, something came to me when you were talking, it was, and it was, I was actually thinking this. And then you said about a child, uh, the child kind of point of view mm -hmm. about the difference between like the idea of uh, things that are childish and things that are childlike. Like, right. Right. So know that know thyself and know the difference between childish, which is, you know, just think of a bratty kid and childlike think of, you know, the wonder and the joy and the, just this experiential kind of creature that's like, you know, open to all these new things it's seeing, you know what I mean? Yes. They're two different, totally different things. So I uh, think about that when you're approaching some of this work, it's like, you know, keep that sense of wonder and and awe and mystery and always be learning and open to things, you know, and I think that'll really help you stay in spirit as it were, right? To mm -hmm. spirit guide instead of ego. And, you know, sometimes ego is necessary. We don't want to knock ego, but it's like, oh, for sure. we know the difference between good ego and bad ego, right? Right. So keep, keep that in mind. 
Uh, any any final parting thoughts? I think that was pretty good. A good little summary. And as we go, I think we're going to have what are, what are we were talking about more kind of like takeaway tips or yeah. Uh, spiritual tips yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> i think as we develop the just the, just the spiritual tips yeah <laughs> as, as you made that joke i did you did and that was a good i, I actually like that one i stole it from you see but i credited you i credited thank you, you thank you thank you see how we comedians work <laughs> yes <laughs> um but yeah as we i think as the we hone in on the zodiac or horoscope months yeah uh we'll we'll do some just tips that's tips. um exactly. segments <laughs> and that i think that you know some more practical stuff and little takeaways that people can use and stuff like that so and, you yeah. know we, we, we've been peppering those in so you know but it's like maybe we'll have a point where they're like they're, they're at the end or something we'll do like 10 minutes of just that right that yeah cool. yeah because i mean um spirituality can be viewed as um, being very selfish but sometimes you have to be um self or you have to be self-centered in yourself right mm -hmm. and you know how i love play on words <laughs> yeah um so don't be self-centered from what we know it to be but you could definitely be centered in yourself and then follow your gut and if something is leading you to um a path that may you know push people out of the way do like an inventory be like okay well what what purpose was this this person serving for me or the situation or the job or whatever it may be mm -hmm. and you know just um figure out like if it's if it's something that's holding you back or if it's something that is no longer needed, but you needed it perhaps for, mm. for the time being. And then now it's kind of like served its purpose and, or it's run its course. Yeah. So um, again, yeah, just really trust yourself because everything that we do um, impacts our life, our, our lives in one form or another. Beautifully put. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We will be back next week and we're going to start Virgo. Virgos. Virgos. <laughs> so that'll be fun. Uh, so join us for that. Uh, you are angel of angel on the eighth day. So yes. you can be found at, at angel on the eighth day on Instagram and you've got a website as well. And I'll put that. I do have a TikTok with that one funny video. Oh, but that's yeah. right. Yes. <laughs> so do check, check that out. It's worth watching. It's hilarious. I do say so. And that you could definitely tell that I'm not taking myself seriously. If you I'm are posting not that taking yourself as my only video. <laughs> <laughs> so soon you will actually have some more serious videos, yes. correct? Yes. Uh, some actual content and not just that. Jump on there and follow. Video follow and you will get some of the first serious videos that he puts out. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, I'm at cosmiceye.org. Uh, we're doing, actually, we're in our last week of uh, sales for our Blooming Cat Tarot on Kickstarter. So if you want to get into that, check that out. That's on the front page of the website at cosmiceye.org. Follow me at cosmiceyetarot on Instagram. And of course, we are at anchor.fm slash cosmiceye if you would like to make a donation and thank you all who are donating uh, to us uh, we consider you part of the cosmic eye family and we're appreciative of you grateful for you all thank you angel
Appreciate Thank you. All right. We'll speak to everyone next week. Blessings and life. Yes. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.